0: We've been talking about it all morning. The Oregon Supreme Court ruled yesterday the 10 state senators who participated in the longest walkout in Oregon history last year cannot run for re-election. That includes Senate Minority Leader and Bend State Senator Tim Knope. After the decision came down, Knope met with reporters yesterday.
1: We read the Supreme Court decision and uh, we wholeheartedly disagree with their assessment but recognize their authority to uh, make that call. And so... Senate Republicans, especially the ten, are uh, committed to working together this session in solidarity uh, with the rest of our members. So again, 13 strong, and we'll continue uh, to do that.
0: Canope was asked about statements he made earlier this week, implying that regardless of the ruling, Republicans
1: win. People have asked, you know, what benefit there was to the walkout, and it was simply to prove the point. That we had to follow the law and you had to follow uh, Senate rule, and you had to include the Republicans in the discussion and listen to our constituents' concerns and let their voices be heard, not just in hearings, but in actual legislation. And so we believe that this session will be different than previous sessions and that will have more impact regardless of the decision. And obviously we still have the opportunity to pause the session if we need to for any reason. So in our vantage point, it's still an opportunity for Senate Republicans that represent mostly rural Oregon to have an influence in the legislative process, which is what our constituents are here to do. And we've said from day one of the 23 session that We're signing up for bipartisan. What we're not going to sign up for is uh, you guys provide a quorum so the Democrats can do whatever we want, whatever they want to do. And so we believe that we're on more of a path for a bipartisan session, and we hope that remains that way.
0: He says another boycott is not off the table, especially given the controversial reforms proposed for Measure 110 this session.
1: So we're not going to agree with Democrats on every policy issue. I think they know that. We know that. Uh, But we want to make sure that the policy is right. And if the Democrats want to run out there and pursue a policy that's not going to work, I think that's the problem. And so I don't know that uh, our caucus would walk out just because we're not getting the amendments that we want. But obviously, we're trying to have influence in the process and make sure that Oregonians are protected. And we don't think the current version of that, although I would say that all of it I don't think it has been released uh, and is very transparent at this point. But from what we've been told of the framework, we still don't think it is going to solve the problem of addiction and crime and safety for our existence.
0: Knope spoke directly to his constituents in Bend.
1: It's been an honor and a privilege to, to represent them and I'll continue to represent them until my term is completed, and people have asked me what I'm going to do, and uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed public service, and uh, that's a question uh, for the future, and so um, who knows uh, if this is a, a pause in public service for, for me and the others, or if it's uh, you know the end of a road and a new beginning for something else, but uh, I would just say that uh, in this process, you, you don't get everything you want, but uh, I think to a person the uh, members of the Senate Republican caucus uh, would do the walkout again because they were standing on a principle, which is you have to follow the law and you have to follow Senate rule and uh, all voices should be heard. And, I, you know, I, we think those principles were uh, worth standing for and would do it again.
0: He believes the Supreme Court decision was biased.
1: You know, you have uh, seven liberal judges uh, and the, the varying degrees of their, uh, you know, them in their progressive interests, uh, I think are well known. And so uh, the, uh, I think the idea uh, that anyone should be surprised by their conclusion, uh, most of them were appointed by liberal judges or liberal governors um, to the court. And uh, so uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody's going to argue with the fact that there are no Republicans on that court because there aren't. And there are no conservatives either. And so I'm not really surprised by the decision.
0: Of the 10 senators involved in the six-week walkout of 2023, six are near the end of their term. That means some substantial turnover in the Senate Republican caucus, regardless of the outcome of the next election. The other four are out after 26.
1: You know, I think if you look over probably any 10-year period, 60 to 70 percent of the caucuses turn over anyway. And so I I don't think that's turnover. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think we're getting a significant amount of turnover in two cycles that's probably not happened in that way. And so uh, from that standpoint, uh, there'll clearly be some challenges, no doubt, but uh, it is a two cycle process. And so you're always going to have some experienced members here. And we still have three members that uh, are pretty experienced in uh, the process that we think will still be around, and so we we think that's good. And also, if you look about who's running, it's uh, you know Bruce Starr running in Boquist seat. Uh, Bruce and I came into the house together in the freshman class of 1999, and Bruce was there until I think about 2014. And then Mike McClain is running for Finley seat. And so these are experienced leaders and legislators. You know, I would welcome them back. To the Republican caucus, whether uh, I'm here or not. And, uh, and then we have uh, Representative Goodwin that is running for a Senate seat down in Southern Oregon. And so you have uh, Diane uh, Linthicum who's running for uh, her husband's seat. So, you know, these are people who've been involved in the process. So uh, I'm not very concerned about the uh, significant turnover of the cycle.
0: So what's next for Canope in Bend?
1: I don't know what I'll do in terms of uh, public service or community engagement, but uh, I can tell you I've thoroughly enjoyed working in the housing industry for the past 20 years and uh, would love to continue to do that and have an impact. I think, uh, I, you know, I, I've told people that there are very few things that provide more satisfaction than uh, being able to put a roof over somebody's head. You know i've been able to work with people who do that and try to provide a pathway uh, for that to happen for the last 20 years and worked in the affordable housing arena for uh, probably over a decade now certainly over a decade almost 15 years i guess so uh, you know all of those things will um, continue but i uh, i certainly will uh, have the opportunity to be more involved in Uh, community activities and and things like that. And so, you know, I have uh, almost a year left uh, of Senate service. And so I will do that to the best of my ability and will will not shy away from trying to have an impact while I'm here and elected.
0: He believes his district will remain with the GOP after the election.
1: We're not going to cede any ground anywhere to Democrats where there's a winnable seat. And I do think that uh, Senate District 27 is still winnable for Republicans. And I would say especially this cycle, because um, it is clear that uh, voters are fed up with the policies that currently exist. And so um, having, uh, I would just say, adding a third progressive attorney to the uh, the delegation that represents a Bend in Central Oregon uh, I don't think will be particularly received well.
0: A group of Republican lawmakers now barred from re-election say they will take the case to federal court. Canope insists he's not interested in participating in that step. He's taken a pause from the legislature before. Canope served in the state house from 1999 to 2005. He wasn't elected to the Senate until 2012. I'm Heather Roberts for FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.